Welcome to Misty Outsides and Apps. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama fan cast. Yes, and we are coming towards, uh, I guess, a climax, honestly. I mean, I, I truly do feel like the show is building into something. This is yeah. unlike a Riverdale episode where I'm like, what? Oh, God, that storyline's here again? Yeah. All of this stuff is based on things. It is a collection of things that we've had before, which is great. It's good. It's good. It's good storytelling. Yeah. Um, and and they have just enough amount of mystery where I'm like, what is he doing this stuff? But we have like enough clues. You can like, like kind of be like, oh, Valentine's up to. Well, I think I know this. Well, what, what I'll say is that we got um, throughout the like partway through the the season uh, or this first half of the season, we got. The, we got the rules set out. You need someone with angel blood. Mm-hmm. You get struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. We saw that try to happen once. Didn't go through. So by knowing those rules, we know what Valentine needs to do. I do want to point out again, though, that the show has been internally inconsistent. Oh, I mean, yes. Because in both flashbacks, they have specifically shown it to say that it will destroy those with demon blood in the path okay. of the sword. Aaron. Aaron. I am I am a hundred percent gonna let let him get away with art with artistic license. No, no, Kevin, I will not. I because will. you can make the prophecy just say it'll destroy those with demon blood. If you add in the path of the sword, you're adding an addic- additional constraint. No, the entire constraints cause creativity. The entire world's in the path of the sword. It is not. Yes, it the is. The world is an orb. I think <laughs> And a path is a straight line. I, I think this is a perfectly reasonable use of of artistic language. No, it's too specific. I love the idea of of like <laughs> of like if this go if, if, if like everyone got wiped out and then you're standing there in the records being like it's set in the path of the sword. Okay, that's the thing though. If they had just said it once in the one episode, that's fine. But they keep doing the entire phrase in the previously ons, and you can cut that ish. Like you can say in the previously ons, you can say. You know, if the sword is struck by lightning, it will destroy everyone with demon blood. You can cut it off because the original is the original prophecy. Yeah. And then you are highlighting the important parts for the audience. But by using the path of the sword or the path of what they distinctly say the path of, and they're drawing attention to the specificity of the narrative. I don't know. I I really just think that it's artistic flowery language. It's... Yeah, well, they did a bad job at it. You're allowed to be artistic, but <laughs> so you didn't do it good. I don't. This will be. This is our. This is our breaking moment of the Shadowhunters. I do not think that's a problem. You think that's a problem? Whatever. No, it's not a problem because the show's just going to make it destroy. I mean, let's be real. No one is ever getting struck by lightning. <laughs> this sword is never doing <laughs> That'd anything. That'd be cool. <laughs> Like, cool. let's be real. This they, argument will never be settled. The show will never let that happen. Well, I mean, no, because they're not going to. We're not going to get like a mid season two. All the downworlders are destroyed. That be, would be wild. Be interesting. It's like when Clary almost dies this episode. <laughs> when Clary almost dies you, this episode. Here's what I'll give them. We'll get to it when we talk to talk about it. They don't drag that on for as long as they could. That's true. Like, like because you as the audience, you're like, they're not. They're not writing off Catherine McNamara. Yes. Yeah. They're not going to write. They're not going to. They're not writing her off. And now it's just going to be, I don't know, the Magnus and Simon show. Uh, But but, that'd be so good. But like the moments there where you're like, I understand. This is good. You're you're really pulling. Like you can still put her life in danger. And to be fair, we are the generation of Buffy the Vampire Slayer where they did kill her twice. (laughs) Yeah. She came back. 
Yeah, well, so so could Clary. And then she wouldn't have the angel blood. And then it wouldn't be a problem. I assume she'd have vampire blood. What? Oh, you oh, you need coming back as a vampire. Yeah. Just, I just assume her just coming back. Or or Magnus does a thing. Yeah, yeah. No, Magnus does magic. Yeah. This this, this is does, a magic show. The show does have a habit of <laughs> Oh, this show episode has one of the most dramatic magic scenes ever. Like magic is happening. Or something, or something magic is happening. Really innocuous. Like for something that's you probably didn't have to go that hard on that magic. We'll but re- Kevin, they're just trying to show how powerful that magic is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they could have done different ways of doing magic. Anyway, uh, I guess we can just get into this episode. It is <laughs> magical, so you got to learn more about it. Because this is Shadow Hunters, Season 2, Episode 9, Bound by Blood. Bound by So some indie pop songs will bring us. Well, one indie pop song. They just roll through. We we listen to five indie <laughs> it's pop a songs. Montage. We get a montage of indie pop songs. Full songs, by the way. This is the first twenty minutes of this. Yeah, this is a short episode for plot, long episode for music. <laughs> uh, but it brings us to Clary and Simon making out of a canoe. Well, clearly crew members shake it because they are not moving in any such way that should make that canoe tip. No, they are having like the most chill, relaxed makeout ever. Yeah, but the canoe's going like, whoa! Also, just like a mild question. Yeah. And this is like not significant. Why are they having going to have sex in the canoe? They could take the blankets that are in the canoe and put them literally anywhere in that boathouse. Okay, I'll tell you, we didn't see it, but this is what I imagine. I actually love this. I love the idea. Clary's like, so that's technically your bed. And he's like, yeah, technically. She's like, well, you can make out on your bed then. <laughs> like, I gotta be honest. If I, if, if, you know, if I guess there was somebody who was a long-standing friend who had a crush on for a while, yeah. and then she clearly also had a crush on Simon. Mm. I'm talking about both of them in that sentence, mm-hmm, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you might be like, let's try making out in a canoe. You that know might what? Be it fun, would right? be fun. Especially when you're like 19, you want to make out slash sex everywhere. Uh, and this just goes to show how much they were clearly into each other from the beginning because they they escalate way quicker than her and Jace oh, ever, yeah. ever did. Like they're, they, these two were ready to go. Go. And they are awkward, but awkward in like the fun, adorable way, not <laughs> yeah. awkward in the, oh no, we shouldn't do this way. Yeah. So they're going to see if they can tip that canoe. Uh, but unfortunately, if they are interrupted by Jace. Oh my God. Her Ugh. brother is walking into that boathouse. He's not her brother. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he gets hit by some clothes, then he. Throws a whole fit where the only place Clary is safe is the one place where she's constantly being attacked. The one place that it has been proven that Valentine can consistently subvert their safety regulations because he knows what they are and he can get around them. Yeah, Simon this is the Institute. Now, Simon brings up a good a good point in this that I think is portrayed as him being, like, nerdy, which is like, you know, yeah, she should be somewhere where he doesn't know where she is. I don't think Valentine knows I exist. Well, he doesn't say that because Jace is like, well, I found you pretty quickly. And it's like, yes, Jace. Jace, because you know I exist and you know I'm bone in her. Yeah, Valentine does not know that. (laughs) Valentine is never going to a boathouse. Like, okay, I guess Valentine knows about Luke, but he's never going to be like, Clary's definitely in that boathouse by Luke's (laughs) werewolf thing. Yeah, yeah. Come on. It's unlikely. 
Uh, also, like they have this whole thing about I hate their tracking ability. It seems so random. Like if you just grab anything that anybody has, it feels like Valentine's got to have some McClary stuff. But it doesn't have to be important to them. Maybe. I, I, feel I think like, it has to I be feel, important to them. I feel like at one point, I'd, um, doesn't Jace get tracked off of a glove? Yeah, maybe it's important to him. <laughs> Look, Jace has a lot of opinions about his leather cloth items. I, I agree that it should be that it's important to them. I just don't think. like I, I don't know. I, I don't know how like, our tracking works in the show. Anyway, so Jace and Simon are getting, you know. They're going to go have a fight. They're going to go make out in the field. But uh, luckily... <laughs> Or unluckily. Yeah. Clary's hand starts to turn black. Man, the, the the effects they did on this is great. It's like black and cracking and like starts from her pinky and it's... It's kind of like the Lord of the Rings, like Sauron hand di- flame dying. That's not a pull, I know. The ring goes on the hand and then the f- hand is on fire and then it crumbles. I don't is that this. not Lord of the Rings? I do not remember this. Oh God! I'm not saying Aaron. I'm not saying it's up? not Lord of the Rings. I'm not the hugest Lord of the Rings fan, but I do not remember that. The ring doesn't tend to make people disintegrate. It doesn't. No, it makes them <laughs> invisible. Doesn't it set you on flame? No. What? Okay. No, you know that's not right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway. So they uh, so they obviously have to go out and figure this out. But we do have to have a quick scene just i think it's supposed to set the stakes yeah that other people people other than clary and jace now know about the soul sword yeah and alec doesn't love knowing that all damn rollers could die yeah alec man man i love alec alec constantly treats it like every so often he goes a little bit weird but when he gets into a situation he'll usually be the one who treats it with like yeah this is very serious this is incredibly (laughs) serious that like he he recognizes kind of why the soul sword kind of had to be kept a secret, but also it's not good. And well, it's... he says he's like, how many downworlders do you think live in New York City? Yeah, which maybe adds more evidence to my claim. No, no, because later <laughs> later they they keep on saying I every know. downworlder in the world. Uh, but, also, uh, and they have to be saying at one corner of New York City because then it's on the path, it's around it. Well, maybe Alec is the only one who truly realizes what path means, which is all around it. Yeah. It's a spiral path. It's a spiral path. It just spirals out and eventually <laughs> takes over the world. That's still a path. Um, Magnus is also concerned because Alec almost killed himself. And this will come up like a couple times in the episode, but it's mostly a throwaway. Yeah. Well, yeah. Magnus is like, I got to keep an eye on this kid. But they are interrupted by Clary and Jace arriving. And now almost Clary's entire hand, yeah. like most of it, I'm is g- having this fire thing. So they explain... This is that whole blood oath thing we heard about. The one where uh, Clary did the worst job. Of and being a shadow hunter? This is such an unfair... Not a shadow hunter, just a person in general. <laughs> yeah. This is such an unfair blood oath. Like, literally, Iris just had, like, in her pocket, like, a lingering, I can call out to you to do this oath thing. Based on Clary, not, like... She didn't do anything for Clary. Well, and, like, I don't want to nitpick. It's a one-sided oath. <laughs> but I'm, like, reasonably sure that Iris already called in the blood oath. No, because cause Clary didn't fulfill her side. So it, it, didn't, okay, but, but, it didn't count for Clary. But, but it, why does why does her having to get Madsy then count as her side? Like, 
because the, it's an unfair. It's a okay. No, no. What, what I'm saying yeah. is when she sent Clary down to the basement yes. to have a warlock baby, mm-hmm. and Clary killed the demon instead. Yeah. Why didn't that activate the blood? Yes. Because <laughs> here, here's what I'm going to say based on that, and you are correct. Yes. Um, Iris didn't invoke it there. She just assumed the rape demon would do its job. And then she was like, oh, the rape demon didn't do its job. Well, now and I just have a lingering blood oath. I guess I can verbally invoke it later, and then she'll almost die. So then she'll death. Because did, the thing is, What did if that she, contract say? If Clary had started, like, stabbing at the demon, and then her hand had turned to... Let's be real. Like, Clary, it, the Clary, rules of this blood oath are unclear. They are, and they're... Because that's how it's supposed to be an oath, and Clary, later Clary says, Well, you said I should always read the fine print. I'm like, what were the big print? Yeah. There was any print. <laughs> there was no print involved in this oath. Like like you 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 signed a contract in blood, but like what did What did it say? <laughs> how does any of this work? Also, uh, if we're just gonna go on with this blood oath, it happens way too fast. It's like twelve hours and she's going to die. That's not enough time like if you it's want It's not enough time to find a child when Valentine is involved. Yeah, or any oath It's also not enough time to birth a demon child. Yeah, like it's if if you're gonna have this thing, that's gonna be like, oh yeah, I've essentially put a excuse me, I put like a curse on you that'll make you finish this oath thing. Then it should be long enough for you to finish the the oath. That's but that's not what it is. It is just a kill spell. Well, if, if you don't do what I say, you will die in twelve hours. Maybe the oath is very smart, and the oath understands <sighs> that to have a child takes nine months but to find, but a, to child, find a child it's 12 hours well and maybe because clary did not try to find the child oh. the oath was like well oh. you were sleeping with your boyfriend well also can we i'm gonna do this this now um because i guess we're talking about this oath thing so throughout all this clary well she's kind of looking for madsy mostly she isn't i am of the theory that if she was actively the one looking, looking for, for Madsy. And then the oath would have stopped would have stalking stopped her. Yes. Yes. Because instead she hangs out with Simon. Well, J- no, it's not her choice. Jace comes. Jace says, you're dying. You're absolutely not looking for Valentine. Yeah. Um. So I think that maybe, that, but if the, I mean, the, if the idea is the oath is uh like very specific, mm-hmm. it's like, well, no, you aren't looking for Madsy. You sent someone else to look for Madsy. The I'm going to keep trying to kill you. The oath that Iris shouted in that last minute, minute is, you have to find Madsy. That's the thing. If Clary had been sitting at home, like, Googling, where is Madsy, <laughs> maybe the oath would have been like, you tried. Yeah, I, I like, I, I actually like the idea that when you have these, like, here's the thing, a binding contract oath spell is a pretty common thing in a lot yeah. of fantasy. That's kind of what, fairy wishes are we don't get silly fairy wishes in this but i'm um, like the contracts or deals yeah, yeah. um but the fun thing about them usually is that they are very specific language and they actually aren't smart they are usually very uh, very i would say i guess dumb would be the opposite of smart yeah but they're, they're like very specific like yeah. if i would imagine if clary had googled every single day where is madsy this would be like oh well she's been, like, clearly she's trying um and we'll get this when we get to her. When she does find Madsy, that's all it wants. It just wants her to find Madsy because that's all Iris said was find Madsy. It did not care about anything that happened it, afterwards. It didn't say find Madsy and bring her to me. Yep. Which that part I do like that this this oath is specific. I just don't like how the oath was invoked. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like I, the, oath, the oath itself is kind of fine. How it was 
brought about ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyway, so, hey, we kind of talked about the entire oath there, so we don't have to do that again. <laughs> so let's move on to Victor Aldertree. Man. Who is back from Idris, and he is in fine terrible form man i cannot i cannot sympath not sympathize um just feel bad enough for this uh this actor, actor who has to play this character that is so uneven and now he's a completely different now he's like the e- like evil like that's the thing creep. i i think the poor actor who was playing victor Aldertree like four episodes ago when he gave yeah um is he the infan i think that victor was like well i gotta help her well, this victor is like mm-hmm. well so so yeah so he he's first like hey you know you weaned yourself off yin fen which maybe he d- believes or maybe he doesn't I, but yeah. alder tree maybe you should have told her it was an addictive narcotic mm-hmm. uh <laughs> it's also once again not a healing he just gave her i think a painkiller i guess yeah, at this point he essentially gave her morphine yeah uh he, and then he's like, hey, why don't you come to dinner? Like, then he gets weirdly, like, sexually aggressive. I told you it was coming. I what? saw it. <laughs> what? But what? But you He's so old and you, she's so young. Aaron, you can't claim I saw it coming for anything with Victor Aldertree. There's no way to... He was in... He... he his... Okay, but he has just made me, like, sexually uncomfortable for too long. That might be you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have to oh, look at this man and be like, this man makes me feel sexually uncomfortable. Look, audience, what we're going to s- explain to you <laughs> is he is essentially sexy Miss Grundy. He's like 12 years older than a teenager. Because is, is he is a teenager. He's older than Alec. No, no she's younger than no, Alec. She's older than Alec. She's a, no, she's the baby sister. Yeah. She's like Clary. She is 19. Okay. She's a child. She's a child, and he is a grown man who was once a field medic who asks her out for dinner, and when she says no, he, he grabs, grabs her. her and insists that she come today or tomorrow. So it's, I just remember when he was introduced that he was just supposed to, he was just like, oh, look look at this guy, this this straight-laced man who follows the rules. Now he's a sexual predator who feeds <laughs> minors drugs. Aaron, this is the same season. This isn't even like they changed his... Think that it's all the same showrunner. <laughs> yeah, well, I was th- thinking like they decided partway through, but th- this is like it's been like six episodes. <laughs> like six episodes. So what I what I'm trying to figure out is was he introduced wrong? Because this doesn't even feel like a betrayal. Like if he had been, no, he feels like they introduced <laughs> him as a Lydia, and yeah. then they turned him into a Valentine. Yeah, and and. If it was something where we were supposed to be like, well, you know, he's uh, uh he, he might be a jerk, but he follows the rules. And then we learn like, oh, my God, he's also a jerk, jerk. who doesn't follow the rules. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it, it feels uneven. <laughs> it feels like there should have been two different characters. And I will never forgive him for giving Izzy the infant and not explaining the medicinal risks. Well, no, because clearly he, he like clearly he just did it to manipulate. Her. He's a bad doctor. And also, I thought he was manipulating her. To, um, because he's like, because he wanted I, her to spy I, I on Clary. Need, I need to figure out what's going on with Clary, so I will give drugs to this person if that means I get what I need. But now, and now he's like, she's so pretty. <laughs> huh. 
Meanwhile, Clary goes to see Luke and shows her his hand. And he's like, well, crap, the wolf's got to get involved <laughs> well, in this storyline, well, too. You know, he does what uh, what every character in this uh, series does whenever anything happens to Clary. Well, it's my fault. If only I hadn't oh, been in the woods, you never would have gone to Iris. If only I had been grieving over the, the um, loss of my dear, dear love. Luke, she still would have. She snuck around everyone. No, yeah, Luke, you would have not have. You would not have been. You able would to have stop made her. no difference. No, no one could have stopped her. Uh, so they're gonna go fighting for Madzy, and there's a quick scene where like I'm gonna bring Simon along, and Jace is like, Simon can't help. What could he possibly do as know, a vampire? I don't know, man. He's a super fast vampire. <laughs> well, Simon also doesn't know he's a super fast vampire. That'll come up later. It scares him a lot. <laughs> he, he keeps forgetting he can do that. So, um, Clary goes to like go fetch Simon. And then, oh my god, a wolf comes to attack her. Yeah, and Clary's unable to walk through an open door. And also, Simon can't help her because it's, it's daytime, yeah. which I thought maybe would become a plot point. But he, he feels failure because yeah. he's not able to protect her during the day, and eventually him and Jace would come to a begrudging respect where Jace will watch her through the day and Simon, Simon will, will watch her. her at night. Yeah, like like a good storyline. Yeah, but no, instead, I think they just wanted to remind us the vampire. She Okay, I know that's a big thing. She couldn't go through an open door. She definitely could have gone. If she had gone into the boathouse, there would be two supernatural <laughs> adults to fight off that wolf, or they could have closed the door. But instead, Simon gives her uh, a paddle so she can whack the wolf away. And Jace rushes in, and then we find out the wolf is Maya. <laughs> Aaron, I feel I feel like there's many times where you really, really want like a reveal to be a reveal. I feel like Maya being the wolf was a reveal. I also felt like it was a reveal, but I also felt like the show rushed it, so I rushed it the way the show did. Oh no, I thought it was I thought it was quite effective because there was the time where she she got launched over, and they hear whoever it is turning back, like who's it going to be? Boom, it's Maya. And so uh, then Luke rushes up, and then um, we see this happens off screen, but he yeah. essentially handcuffs Maya to a boat thing. Yeah. And what Maya explains is that she wants to kill Clary because because Clary can activate the soul sword, which will kill all the, the downworlders. And, like, yeah, I get it, but. But um, Maya now? <laughs> only has half the story. And yeah. I'm just going to bring this up now because we could spend a lot of time talking about it. And we did before we started this episode. We'll spend, we got to spend a little bit of time in the episode talking about it as well. But I just think that literally one single person should have clarified to Maya it's not just that she touches the sword, yeah. she has to touch the sword and be struck by lightning. Now, and, like, yes, Valentine is putting. All of his considerable nonsense behind yeah. making that happen. Now, what what I'll say is that the the idea that's like, yeah, you know, that that feels like us doing our whole thing. Where it's like, well, why don't they just talk to each other? Which is usually the ideas like with drama. There's hidden information, though. This feels like they could have done it, but this would not have even. This wouldn't even. I think. I've fixed the Maya, the Maya problem. Because if, even if you explained to her, hey, Maya, I know you're afraid for your life, but all, but it's not just her she has to touch the sword. She also has to get struck by lightning. The Maya can be like, yeah, that does seem very unlikely. However, they're purposely trying to get her struck by mm-hmm. lightning, and that will kill everyone. I just think having them explain that there are more conditions to the curse, essentially, yeah. um make it makes their perspective stronger 
because they're not just people who are blinded by the fact that they love Clary. They also have like a modicum of logic on their side. Yeah, it it almost feels like the reason they don't want them to like they're trying to do this thing where they're trying to apply. Oh well, this side is logical, but this side is emotional, and I'm like, well, no, the no, they're both logical and emotional. Yeah, they're both based like yeah. Maya doesn't want to die and doesn't want Downworld to die. And even even like 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 that is based on a form of emotion, but you know, it says she wants to kill an innocent person to say like yeah, the whole kill an innocent person to save a a large group of other people, what do you do? Trolley problem. It starts getting weird once you're in like genocide versus one person, but then, admittedly. But then you also know it's not just the trolley problem, because it's not just that you, like, direct where the trolley goes. Yeah. There's also, like, mitigating circumstances. So what if we keep Clary locked up in the Institute forever? What if Clary goes to jail in Idris? Like, there are a lot of components. Well, what if... There there are discussions to be had. Yeah. Like, it's it's a... Having Maya do that, it was a great choice. And I think it's because Maya's always been shown to be impulsive. I think it's re- really ridiculous that she attacked Clary outside the Jade Wolf, where she knows Simon, Jace, Luke, all of them are right there. But Maya has always been shown to be impulsive and reckless. So I mean, Maya has already tried to kill Jace, and I think Simon a little bit yeah. this season. So, like, it is within character for her. But once you start seeing all the other people go on this, I think it would be so much stronger. And Aaron brought this up. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. It makes sense that they would still be scared of dying. But I think it'd be. I don't think it would. I don't think it would remove their want to kill Clary just if they also know there's additional choices or there's additional uh, steps mm-hmm. to this whole thing. I think it would create a more interesting concept where it's like yeah it's a very slim chance of this happening but is that worth risking all these people i agree and i you know an argument is always stronger when there is like four perspectives versus two well also uh the this this episode does a good job of showing the the strength of a dramatic choice versus just a choice a choice is a decision between two outcomes a dramatic choice is a decision between two good things or two bad things. And by strengthening how good or how bad the pair of choices mm-hmm. are, you make a more dramatic choice. An audience, despite the fact that we are nitpicking the fact that no one will ever tell anyone on the other <laughs> side the lightning thing. Yeah. This is still a better show than Riverdale. <laughs> because Riverdale would still somehow just make it a choice between two things. <laughs> yeah. One good and one bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <sighs> No, I just, one last thing on this before before we move on, because I think when it really comes down to it, if it was just like, oh, yeah, the second Clary touches this sword, she will genocide an entire population. I think I, in that case, I would be on the side of you should probably do something about Clary. Yeah. That is way too much of a like. But y'all, maybe we should point out the fact <laughs> that she's already touched the sword. She has. <laughs> like more than once. <laughs> she She had to touch it. When she was doing the whole, like, remember, I had to touch her head. Yeah, her memory. Can you, oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> it drops down. It touches her head, and, and it it's just like shh, explodes and wipes out all the downworlders. Oh my and god. then that's the show. <laughs> Clary being like, I don't understand oh, no. why everyone I love is dead. <laughs> well, no, Erin, that would have been before. She doesn't care. She knows no downworlders at that point. That was before Simon. She knows was Magnus. 
No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. She doesn't remember Magnus. It would come back to her. Because, <laughs> because Kevin, his magic wouldn't be, like, over her anymore. So, so she'd be like, I knew a guy named Matt. Also, she doesn't love him. He was the guy who just... Um, also, Jace would be dead. No, he wouldn't. He has demon blood. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Okay, so... Um, this leads into, as they're leaving, Clary does wonder if Maya is right. You know, cool, dramatic thoughts there. Um, and Luke is like, absolutely not. Again, there are so many conditions that have to be met. Well, yeah, yeah, yes. I just wish someone would bring him up. <laughs> like, And then Luke's like, so um, Maya has a big mouth. So uh, I, I got to check to see if this has begun getting around. I will eventually come find you and save you. But first, I got to deal with Maya's big mouth. I think it's worth re- reason that probably what happened there is because Maya was at the party. She it, heard half of what was going I on. I thought she left because I thought that by the time that they were screaming at the soul sword thing, it was after they did the whole check if everyone's a warlock. I am curious. No, she was not there because everyone was sent Just home. Just hanging out. I am curious if part of Iris's spell meant that it got like spilled earlier. When one of them was hallucinating, and Maya happened to overhear that. Oh, maybe. But I would have to go back and listen because this might be a massive plot hole. I don't know. I don't think it's a massive plot hole. I think it just means like Maya must have come, must snuck back in or something like that. Should we not show that, Kevin? Uh, no. <laughs> I'm a, a, no. A, she can't have snuck back in. Magnus put up the wards. Well, then, well, then they also could have gone out. She was, was no. Just he hide. let people out one by one oh. to after he tested them. No, so, you know, someone had to run the bar. She might have actually been. She might have been there. I don't know. Okay. I, you know what? I never do this, but I might rewatch. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't look the back. Look at the background to see if she was there. Um, is I imagine her? She heard that, and then she went and talked to one of the wolves, and she's like, "Hey, I heard this thing. That's bad, right?" And they're like, "That's bad." She's like, okay, I'm going to kill Clary. Um. So while all of this is happening, Valentine has descended into full madness and creepiness. Yeah, he's, he's apparently there's an abandoned carnival somewhere that he decides to hang out in. He's gone from uh, just, like, creepy in dust. Chernobyl! He, he was, was in Chernobyl. Chernobyl! Holy crap. So he's gone from Chernobyl to... A boat? A, abandoned tanker boat. To a prison. To a prison. To a mental institution? Oh, is there a prison in between there? He was in a mental institution. That hey. It might be no mental institution was before the tanker. Yes, it was Chernobyl mental institution tanker prison prison, and now he's at a carnival. Um, <laughs> he said he got it for Madzi. Yeah, because she'll love it. She's just sitting there on a on a broken carousel. Um, Dot does not look good. Dot is alive and not looking great, and also just in this scene, that actress is getting work. And Bless Dot, her. Dot explains in the scene that his tests on her are stripping all of her magical power. Yeah, man. So she cannot do the things he wants her to. We'd go, Valentine. Well, you know, his, his whole thing is about loyalty. So he's like, well, when I raise Madzi, she will be infinitely loyal to me. And just like my power. Dot. Just like the boy I raised. I guess he, my I guess, son. My son, Jace. I feel like... I feel like he, in his mind, he's, he's like, the problem was I had to fake my death and he was raised by those light woods. So if, if I just keep Madsy forever. She will definitely do that. Okay. Uh, so, but Dot's like, well, so, so I don't know what they're going to have with this book, but apparently somehow this book's going to be used for what they're doing. I swear to God, if it's just a storm calling spell, like, I feel like you don't need 
There's no way that's just in Magnus's book, right? No, because so, Magnus's book is to dispel spells. It's a counterspell book. counterspell book. Why don't they just get a spell that... There's got to be a magical spell that summons a storm. Maybe Valentine is trying to get rid of the mental block in Clary's memories, and he doesn't know who was eaten by a demon. What? <laughs> Why? I don't know. That would be the only thing he'd be trying to counterspell, right? Yeah, but I mean, the problem is that... Wait, is it a mental block? I thought her memories were, were eat Like, her memories are gone. Okay, but he doesn't know that. He just assumes that Magnus put a spell on her to make her memories go away. But yes, Magnus fed them to a demon, and the demon deceived Alec, and then <laughs> yeah. the demon died. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so then Clary's magic memories... I'm not going back to that earlier thing. Uh, Meanwhile... <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alex has a little bit of a conversation. We're, we're saying it was some Alex and Alder Tree confrontations. Um, Alec, I guess, is worried about Izzy. Rightfully so. Yes, it is correct that he's worried about Izzy. I'm not sure what prompted this, but good for him. Well, he says that she's been weird since the uh, this is the Iron Sister. What prompted is that she's not around because yeah. do you know where she is? She's having some sexy hanging out cooking time with Raphael. And it's really, really. Uh, it's actually really, really sweet. sweet. And we learn that Raphael drops off meals at a Catholic nursing home for his little sister, who is 78, and he's never told anyone. And then, then Izzy ruins the moment. Because Izzy forces him to drink her blood. <laughs> I'm furious. I know she's a drug addict. It's and, not her and, fault. Well, it's Alder Tree's well, fault. And also, and also, 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 he's a drug addict now. Because apparently Shadowhunter blood is like meth. Yeah. And Izzy keeps sticking her meth under his nose. Like, she keeps cutting her wrists open and sticking it in his face. Yeah. Like, it's... the the. <laughs> I know she's an addict, and that's why she's doing well, it, yeah. but... No, the, the the point of their relationship is they are both addicts, and maybe they're in love, but maybe they're just in love with the drugs. <laughs> their plot line is very interesting to me, because it is very magical. It's very shadow, like magical shadow. Yeah, it's very but it's fancy. also very teen drama. Well, no, uh, yes, but it's, and specifically, it's very, like gritty teeth it's very euphoria yeah like <laughs> there's literally gonna be a scene where someone beats up the drug dealer <laughs> it's weird i mean <laughs> so um while this is going on insanity ensues because luke realizes if he's gonna go and deal with all of maya's truth telling yeah he can't leave her in the boathouse yeah she'll just run after clary and try to kill her again that's what so, she did with jace <laughs> so he's gonna lock her up in not the place where they locked Simon up last season. It looks like the it, freezer. I also thought it looked like a freezer. But, but she's not cold. Yeah, so I think it's just a storage Also, room. I don't think he's that much of a psychopath to be like, I'm going to put you in the freezer. Also, it's a weird place to lock her up because I presume the guy, because the Jade Wolf is a functioning restaurant. Well, we also know that it's, uh, there's that room back there where Simon was locked up that had all those scratch marks on it. So I thought that's where they put... The werewolves. Yeah, I'm more concerned about the fact that the chefs need to get into the storage cupboard I, to make more food. <laughs> it's close to the end of the night. I was just like, hey, guys, just don't don't go to the pantry. Um, but while Luke is like, look, you're so murderous. I have to lock you up. She's like, no, you read my file. You know I'm claustrophobic. Nothing on the show has ever referred to that before. So I'm telling everyone now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So 
this this is portrayed supposed to be portrayed as very much a very big betrayal. Like Luke, how could you do this to Maya? She's claustrophobic. You're supposed to love her. Maya says that she thought he was different. I I I don't want to diminish anybody with claustrophobia, but she did try to murder a shadow hunter, and usually it, that might put you in jail, and you don't get out of jail just because you have claustrophobia. Phobia. Also, this is not a known character trait. It's not a known character trait. Yeah, it's it. It is a out of nowhere thing they did to just you know ratchet it up. All right. So uh, at the the playground where Madzie was kidnapped, is it is it a couple days ago? Yes. So I guess Jace got Alec to pull the report of Madzie going missing, yeah. and then everyone just ignored it. Yeah, it was the first report. They go back to the park and. They can't really catch her scent. But because they don't, have, they don't have wolves. But Yeah, because the wolves are busy dealing with the Luke thing. Yeah. The well, Maya well, thing. Well, no, the reason they don't have wolves is because they can't trust the wolves. Yeah, because they, Luke doesn't know who's compromised. Well, let's be clear. All of, everybody, everybody's compromised. Everybody now knows. Anyway. Maya so, does say that. She says she told everyone. So Simon decides to pull a New York thing. Yeah. And he sees a homeless man and is like, well, I'm going to go talk to that homeless For man. For a very quick second, I thought they are going to accost a homeless man. Conveniently, uh, this homeless man does have Madsy's scarf. Yeah. And uh, also, which also means oh, they only need the scarf. So he has the scarf. I was going to say he also knows where they went. They realize, no, they just track her. Yeah. So they, they get the scarf by trading Jace's jacket. And Simon negotiates all of that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, negotiates. He's like, hey. You want his jacket? Um, it does turn out that Jace's jacket is too small, and it does seem like the homeless man loses his previous jacket, so... I think he just take, took it off. Anyway. <laughs> off they go to do some, uh... Yeah. Now, uh... Jace, now, Jace is worried because he's like, clearly Valentine would have blocked the tracking signal, which is the thing you can do, as yeah, we've seen apparently. before. Thing we do. They, oh, yeah, you use Jace. a rune, yes. Yeah, Jace was, remember his... Wait, his whole Kevin. Yeah? They what? can't use a rune to block Madzie's tracking because she's a warlock and warlocks can't have runes. No, they didn't put a rune on her. They're using some other way to block the tracking. I don't think Jace... Had Jace a had a rune. That blocked the tracking? Yes. I thought that you have a rune to do the tracking. No. He, they oh, right. Said the that Zed rune is yes. to block the tracking. They said that Jace had a rune that blocked the tracking. I told you, I hate tracking in this show. They just, they use it. They don't, there's no logic to it. Just don't explain and things do not, to us, guys. do not come at me with its magic. That, that's Your you, magic has <laughs> rules. Make your magic follow its own rules. <laughs> Especially when it involves tracking. So, he's worried because... If they can track her, it's like, well, Valentine should have been blocking the signal. So if he's tracking her, clearly he's letting us do it on purpose. But we can't dwell on that because we have to go to a business meeting. Do we not want to do the whole thing where Clary... Can't leave the van because... No, Clary tells him, I, hey, if, kidna- if Valentine's oh, going to yeah. kidnap me, kill me first. And Simon's like, Ooh. No, and Jace is like, yes. <laughs> now, I think that's a very important moment to not skip over. I was going to come back to it later. When Simon and Jace have their conversation, but I all guess. right. <laughs> <laughs> so the down, uh, so yeah, so down, we have a downworlders meetup. Malkior arrives, and he's very different. Okay, so a <laughs> the budget is higher, so the Fae look better. Yeah, they look like less doofuses wearing like their previous costuming. Whereas if they were like, hey, 
I really like the clothing of the Middle East, but we have zero money. So make that for $3 per tunic. Yeah, we remember the Bed Bath & Beyond thing. Yeah. Um, though also now they're wearing armor. So yeah. as, uh, <laughs> as was it Magnus and Luke talking when they're discussing this, they're like, oh, we're wearing armor. That means they're going for war. Like, yeah, man, that's yeah. usually what armor means. Unless if that's now just their casual look. Um, so Magnus, or sorry, not Magnus, Luke decides to call a summit. Yeah. And we really realize that the characters on the show are the most important people in the world. Yes. Because the people called to the summit are... The leader of the werewolves. Which Luke. is Luke. The leader of the warlocks. Which is Magnus. The leader of the vampires. Which is Raphael. And... They, uh, Seely? They, they did invite the Seely Queen. The Seely the they could get. The Seely Queen was like, nope. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why do you want to hang out with those bozos? Why do you want to go to Brooklyn? Well, and I think that like Luke and Raphael and Magnus are the leaders of their respective areas. They are, yeah. And then they were like, let's invite the most important Seely. <laughs> and she was like, nope, I'm going to... I'm going to send my representative to Brooklyn. Well, I don't think the Seelys have, like, a leader of New York because I, I – Because they don't live my, in New York. Yeah, my feeling is that the Seelys actually don't care about New York like because it's too city-like for them. Mm-hmm. They also have their own realm. Okay, like... so the reason I bring this up is okay. because – not that I want to talk about the TV show. Books. Books. <laughs> not that I want to talk about the books. But in the books, it does become, like, these four people. Yeah are the representatives to Idris, which means they represent the entire world. Okay. So, I mean, I mean the show's obviously doing that in a different way. You have a representative at some point, I guess. But wouldn't it be kind of fun if, like, instead of Magnus, it was, like, a different warlock? I guess they killed the only other warlock we knew. But we know war- we know Magnus is, like, the chief he- warlock of the of area. Brooklyn. Yeah. That really feels like the considering what we see from him. That really feels like the area. Yeah, no, I I agree. These are the leaders of the area, but like this is a bigger issue than just. I I think the reason I bring this up is because yeah. I feel like this is the moment where the world should expand. Yeah, where the world should be coming after Clary, not just. I think the Brooklyn leaders. I, I, think, I think I think I, that's my yeah mild I, mocking. I think the thing is that. Um, Luke called this meeting. <laughs> that Luke called his friends. Like, like this, this, like you. This would be like if the mayor of a town called the president of Bolivia. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the show is obviously not going to do this, but it would have been super interesting if, like, a South American warlock I, had I, showed up to kill Clary. Right. I the problem with that is that, like, can you imagine, like, because. Luke kind of just wanted, wants to figure out, hey, are y'all going to kill Clary? And I don't think he wants to call, like, be like, hey, entire world. So if this girl touches a sword, she's going to kill all of you. Do you want to kill her? Like, at that point, you're letting, it, you're letting it go. But don't you think it would be... No, I agree. It would be cool to see, like, the world expand in this or, moment. Or Luke to call this conference and they make a deal at this conference. And then more people like... Yes. Yeah. I, I would... I would I, if we had more time to dwell on this Downworlder meetup, I think it would be really cool if Luke tried to call a small meetup and then it got... Like, other people coming in, we are also worried about this. Mm-hmm. And him being like, oh, no, I shouldn't have done this. I, le- I let the cat out of the bag. Because I just, I think the show is the wolf out of the cage. trying to make this a global issue, but then not, like, following through with it is yeah. all I feel. Uh, but Aaron, it only kills the people in its path. Now, Malkior wants to kill Clary. And as he says, the council's biased. 
because everybody... <laughs> Everyone is dating someone related to Clary. Everybody's in love with a shadow hunter. <laughs> um, including Millie Oren. Like, let's be well, real. Well, no, he explains... We we I kept a motion out of it. Okay, which, Aaron, I do believe that. No, no, I don't, <laughs> because he let Clary and Jason to that alternative universe. <laughs> He's a liar, 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 pants on yeah, fire. Yeah, and he got this face scarred off by, for it. So now, moving forward, he'll keep a motion out of it. But yeah, let's be real. That's fair. He brought emotion into it, he cu- and he was punished for it. Well, and maybe so- he should say that liar, liar, he pants did. on fire. He did say he said I got this scar. No. Because- I know, but he said I never brought emotion to it, and that is the lie. I don't think he did. And he is a fae, and he cannot lie, but... This is not a lie! No, audience, audience, if you want to read the book, stop listening now. Skip ahead 15 <laughs> seconds. Millie Orn is only half fae, so he can lie. That's that, why he's the representative on the council. That may not be true in the in the TV show. There's no possible way of knowing that. <laughs> uh now, Raphael, the sort of safe face, is also like, we should kill Clary. But also, I think, also, he's like, you know, I'm going to kill Clary, I guess. He's like, I only care about Izzy, I thank d- you. <laughs> I don't care. I once thought again, he does care about Magnus. Yeah, once again, choice versus mag choice. Very good. Now, uh, we have to head back to the trio where mm-hmm. Simon and Jace kind of have the little talk about, like, hey, you really going to kill her? And he's like, absolutely not. What nonsense is this? Jace... Jace is so good at lying. <laughs> I don't mean that isn't like he's a very good liar. I mean, I'm so happy they let Jace lie. There's so many shows that just don't let their characters lie. They have to do this thing where it's like, no, I never told a lie. I just didn't tell I just the whole. Circumvented the truth, and Jace's like, no, I full stop lied. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's lying now. Maybe he's lying then. It makes it very interesting to watch him do this stuff because you really don't know where he lands right now. Because he's like, yeah, no, I won't kill her. Uh, but what you need to do is watch her because she's currently dying nearly... <laughs> in that van. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to take this scarf and track. And the time was like, no, you can't do it. You need to stay here. He's like, OK, fine. And then I'll stay here. So there will be this is very obvious. Yeah. There'll be a distraction where Simon gets a phone call and then he turns around and Jace is gone. <laughs> but Simon will say a nonsense line, <laughs> which is, what am I supposed to do to protect her? Use my teeth? Yeah, and I'm man. Like, Simon. You're a vampire. <laughs> you have vampire strength and speed. Just rip the bad guys apart, bozo. <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 problem he's dealing with is not necessarily that he's not strong, is that there could be more vampires. Uh, he's one vampire. There could be two vampires. Yeah, but how many vampires have we seen Raphael kill? Well, I mean Raphael's very strong. <laughs> now, uh we get it we quickly cut in with Maya Maya. Maya, Maya. who is she's She's freaking out. She's not having a good time. And, and she's gonna wolf out. Yeah, she's gonna wolf out. Uh, we're gonna cut this scene a couple times, but Simon and Clary essentially are hanging out. Yeah, they're hanging out on the top of the van. Yeah. They're being melancholy. Dying. They do reference the fault in our stars because this is very, very 2016. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I'm glad that we actually finally got together. So I was like, yeah, man, that was took way too long. Yeah, I'm glad too. Uh, Magnus has called Alec about Izzy. And Alec gets, like, aggressively sassy about it as soon as he walks in. And Magnus is like, you gotta slow down your sass while I explain my thought process. Well, because when Magnus is like, hey, Alec, 
I don't. I heard. I was just looking for Izzy. I know where she is. And I was like, "Where is she?" And Magnus is like, "Well, I don't know if I should tell you." It's like, "Oh, come on! You call. You called me." So Magnus explains that he has figured this out through detective work, essentially. Yeah, he saw Izzy looking for Yin Fen, claiming it was for a job, and then he heard that Raphael. Is, I mean, he doesn't actually say this right now, but he says it off screen. Though yeah, he could say it on screen. Uh, Raphael is uh, with Izzy in some way. So he thinks that perhaps Izzy is getting her yin fen from the source. And by the source, we mean she's skipping the yin fen and going for vampire venom. It's just true. Because when we see them, it's Raphael and Izzy sort of hanging out, sucking blood. And they they are both like... Very on, on drugs. On drugs. Like, like when Alec does come charging in, Raf- Raphael sees things very hazily. And... There's literally a shot where <laughs> Izzy's, like, looking over the back of the couch, like, who's there? Like, you know, she's blissed yeah. out of her mind. <laughs> As Alec knocks Rap, like, he punches him off a couch. He forgets he's a shadow hunter in that moment and is just a brother so, punching the person th- who he assumes has corrupted his sister. This is what I mean by, like, this scene would fit perfectly well into any other teen drama I mean, the grittier ones. Yeah. Because having someone be like, oh, you gave drugs to my sister. And he's like, no, but I actually love her. Now, this goes without saying, I think. I am on Magnus's side. Yeah. He told Alec as soon as he figured out, figured out that something was actually going on. Yeah. And Alec will attack Magnus about this later. We all know it's because Alec feels guilty that well, he didn't realize his sister was on well, drugs. Well, immediately, the way they set it up, I don't think this that's going to be a lingering thing between him and Magnus. I think Alec, in that, like, even Magnus in that scene is pretty much aware Alec is just lashing out at everybody. Yeah. But, you know, we just have to say, Magnus is our king. We stand. Well, so, and when Raphael's like, oh, I love her, and Magnus is like, no, you're addicted to her blood. And Raphael's like, no. Ooh, like, just tell me how you think about it once the high wears off. Yeah, we'll Which, talk tomorrow, I think good that's sir. Very, I think that's a very important moment to, like, clarify. Both Izzy and Raphael were on drugs. Like, yeah. apparently Shadowhunter blood is a drug for vampires. And vampires sucking... It's like... Well, vamp- it's only if Raphael chooses to put his venom in her. I guess it's true. He doesn't have to have to do the venom yeah. thing. <laughs> but it, it does mean Shadowhunters and vampires have one really weird connecting relationship there. Where it's like, <laughs> hey, if you two both want to get <laughs> real high... Then... Enjoy. Mutually. Yeah. So interspersed in this Alec, Raphael, Izzy, Magnus nonsense yeah. is uh, Valentine decides to take Madsy out for a hot chocolate. <laughs> Which cues the most aggressive cooling of a hot chocolate. So he says, hey, careful, it's not too hot. And then she swings her hands and the camera cuts like 11,000 times and there's effects all over the screen. <laughs> And she turned the hot chocolate into, into, a popsicle. into a popsicle. And I'm like, that was way too aggressive for this scene. You know what? Someone has to <laughs> teach this child. Well, no, the Aaron, the child didn't make the camera cut half a dozen <laughs> times. She did this. She, like, took her hands up and, like, like shook her fingers at the at the coffee. Some editor somewhere decided, and I'm going to make this. I have extra time. I'm going to make this the most extreme freezing of a hot chocolate you've ever seen. I understand that if she didn't do that, it would, wouldn't look like anything. But I don't mind her being like, yeah, and then pulling out a 
Like, that's almost funnier. They're just trying to show us how powerful she is. Because Valentine will say this, like, uh, four times this episode. beyond her years. Shut up, Valentine. <laughs> so Jace is the one who shows up. And Jace is like, so, uh, see you kidnapped this child. And Valentine's like, my humanity. And Jace is like, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you know how you're obsessed with Clary? She does, in fact, have a blood oath on her, and if we don't give her Madsie, she will die. And I'm willing to let her die, so what you gotta do here? You are not. Ah, no, I will. I'm half-demon, remember? (laughs) 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 If she touches the sword, I'll die. (laughs) The, once again, I really like Jace's episode, because... (laughs) He's such a good liar. well, Well, and in this moment, honestly, you're like... Is he lying? Like, who is he lying to? Because he's just been straight up lying to people. To you're everyone. Like, you're like, yeah, where does he stand? This is, is he that angry at Clary because of her assignment that he's willing to do this? I don't know. Who knows? Mysteries and drama. Ooh. So um, we do have a short scene that we didn't talk about where Alec drags Izzy out of Raphael's house and she lambastes him because he didn't realize she was on drugs. <laughs> He's been busy. Izzy, I think he did talk to you, and you <laughs> lied to him, whereas you did not did, lie actually. to Raphael. He did, actually. He, he was like, hey, how are you feeling? And she's like, I'm feeling great. So, to be fair, Alec, so many lies. Raphael, please give me your vampire venom. Every, yeah, yeah. Like, well, well, I mean, she's Izzy's on drugs. still on drugs. Like, she's, she's an addict. Raphael's an addict. Like, every. Unfortunately, it's this good. is Alec, so he will take this to heart. Yeah, it's a good situation. Uh, it's a good situation <laughs> for everybody. Now, Clary is slowly dying uh, and just having like her final talk with with Simon. But this is episode nine, so yeah, so yeah, <laughs> uh, it, it it is just enough to be like this is a sweet moment between yeah. them. Uh, and then, fortunately, Matsy does return, and because the the oath is very specific, she just had to find Madsy as soon as Clary's like, Madsy, I found you. <laughs> then the magic swirls the magic around. Swirls them. around, and the and her uh her whole th- her whole blood oath thing disappears, and then Madsy's like, cool, portal both of us to Valentine. Ha <laughs> <laughs> This blood good. oath sucks so much. I. <laughs> Matsy didn't even need to get Matsy away from Valentine. She could have been captured by Valentine. She could have seen her from a distance. I'm like, oh, that's where Matsy is. She could have been captured by Valentine, put her in a cage, and been like, Matsy, technically I found you. (laughs) Whoop. And then it's gone. Such a dumb spell. Iris. (laughs) So Um, uh, so Clary is in the carnival, and she is chained up. Yep, 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 yep. Now, as uh, everyone's panicking, Jace is the only person... I think Jace is the only person who remembers this. There's a distinct chance that only... that they (laughs) did not tell him about the lightning thing. Because Jace is the only one to ever mention in this moment, he's only the bolt of lightning. I would have loved if Simon did. What? (laughs) Yeah, no. She she doesn't also need to get hit by a bolt of lightning. I'm like, no one said that. All you guys said is that, that if Clary touches the sword, everyone will die. Okay, she's so like no, because she touched the sword before. What, what I what I will say <laughs> is, I don't recall. So again, no, maybe I, I have to watch it. 
But if it was only Clary and Jace who knew the full extent <laughs> of the prophecy, then yeah. It's because it's Clary, Jace, and because Cleophis tells it to Clary, and then Clary tells it to Jace. Does only no Jace knows obviously because he said this. Well, because they they were the ones who did the whole chase up to the to the top. I presume Luke knew what they were doing there. Yeah, because Luke went with them, so Luke knows. <laughs> Aaron, I I think that if we really really want to make this work, we can because I don't. I I think it's it's reasonable to assume yes, off screen they did this. It would be ridiculous if they didn't. But <laughs> if you want to, we could say that no. Luke, Luke just knew, oh, we can't let that angel, let the angel touch, touch the, the sword. sword. It will kill everyone. And Jace just assumed everybody knew about the Bolt of Lightning. And Clary assumed Jace told everyone about the Bolt of so Lightning. So no one told anyone about the blo- Bolt of Lightning. <laughs> I would have loved to see if, if he just said that. And so I was like, what? We could have told people. That's so... How do you get struck by lightning? It's so rare. Well, and then Simon's like, well, how do I nerd my way out of this? I guess I just look at... Uh... Uh, meteorological reports for the entire world? I think it's... <laughs> I think the thing they should be talking about is that there definitely... And I brought this up earlier. There definitely has got to be a spell that summons a bolt of lightning, right? Or does it need to be natural okay, and but magic Kevin, ones aren't natural? They don't have a spell book. They only have a counter book. No, but they book. have warlocks. They only have Dot. <laughs> he had more than he slammed one's face against the... <laughs> That's the thing. Valentine killing. is not utilizing his resources appropriately. <laughs> the reason he's like, with Madsy, she'll be infinitely more, more loyal to me. I won't accidentally keep killing my warlocks. <laughs> yeah. Valentine, if you stopped killing people or experimenting on them and just told them they would have a better life with you as opposed to under the Shadow Hunters. You can lie well, to warlocks, Valentine. <laughs> the problem is that he has, from the beginning, his thing has been, I want to kill all downworlders. He 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 started out with that way too soon. It's true. <laughs> They're like, no, I know who you are. I know what your thing is. So, um, but speaking of his weird monsters, apparently they're just out in the world now. Yeah. At first, I thought he just let them free to, like, distract Simon and Jace because he knew they were right no, there. No, he released them all over the city. To distract all, all the, the shadow hunters. Because, once again, there are too many shadow hunters. And also, they these people can't figure out why he did it. They're like, why did he release all of these weird the, the monsters on us. I don't know, man. Know. We're just, we, we don't have time to figure out why he released them on us. To I'm so distracting you, dummies. <laughs> like, I, we're fighting way too many monsters to figure out why he's releasing all these monsters. Uh, so Valentine will monologue to Clary for a while about how his humanity makes him do this, and he just wants to make the Soul Sword achieve its fullest potential because yeah. he's such a loving father of the Soul Sword. Well, you know he. He just wants to kill everyone, including Madsy. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No one will make that argument to Madsy. No, they'll just say, "Hey, Madsy, he was the one who did this to your nana." Not like, "Hey, Madsy, if he gets what he wants, your nana's dead. So are you." He's gonna kill all warlocks with that sword. <laughs> People are really bad at arguments. They truly are. Anyway, while that's going on, these demon fave. Yeah, J- Jace, like when they f- they see a vampire killing a person, and si- Simon's like, "That's weird. Like, like why would he? Ki- they don't kill him. They didn't even drain him." He's like, "Well, all the ones are Sealy, also. <laughs> also, they're covered in like veiny veins. Yeah, I cannot stress this enough how much they look like the vamp- vampires from Buffy or 
and so do the Seelys look like the vampires from Buffy, yeah. which is not how vampires look. Yeah, and nobody will point that out. They do not look like downworlders. <laughs> so, um, so after that, a woman is like she's getting attacked by the same two creatures. Yeah, and then a security guard gets attacked, but yeah. in comes Simon and Jace, who not to kill these bad guys. Well, Simon thought they killed the Sealy, apparently, but all he did was knock him down. Why did he think he was dead? So, um, I don't know. There's so much going on here. They're trying to, like, capture these baddies yeah, well, so that they can know well, where Valentine is. They're trying to Batman interrogate these baddies. Because yes. Simon just punches one in the face and goes, where's Rachel? I mean, where's Valentine? Also, Luke will be there. Yeah, well, because the Sealy that they didn't kill, that Simon thought they killed, stands up. And then Luke just shoots him in the back. Wait, Sealy's? You just shoot Sealy's? I mean, I guess if they've been experimented on by Valentine. I, I- <laughs> He's substantially made these people weaker. <laughs> I feel <laughs> this no, is correct. No, I will say this has never been clarified, but I feel like you can't just shoot. You can't just shoot a Sealy, right? I'm also curious why he's experimenting on them if he just wants to. For fun. Oh yeah. Okay, he's a sociopath. I don't know. That's, that's the only thing I can get. He wants it for fun. Um. Also, Jace will call Alec and be like, "Hey." Can you send me some shadow hunters to help look after Claire, help find Clary? And Alec is like, no, all the shadow hunters are going against these weird downworlders. And, and once again, that's why they were doing it. Jace is like, but I need shadow hunters. Jace still lives in Magnus's house. He's still not a shadow hunter. <laughs> it's unclear at this point. Uh, we take a quick cut over to Maya, who I th- think is. So I, I don't know what happened. She came like through the roof. It seems like she broke out of, like, the fan. Yeah, and then there's a lot of blood on the gr- like. Yes, there's a lot of blood on the I thought she, like, killed the chefs or something, but she didn't. No, because the chefs will walk past her and she'll hide from them. But she, but there's a lot of blood on her first paws and then feet, and also the chefs don't notice. Yeah. Like, a piece of the ceiling has fallen in. It's insane that nobody notices her escape. Yeah, you think it would be loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's she's off in the wind now. So Simon and Jason Luke arrive at the carnival. Meanwhile, Alec is sending out the people to locate Clary. And in comes Victor Aldertree, who's like, hey, I control the Shadowhunters, not you. And Alec's like, well, guess what, man? I have blackmail. Leverage. Blackmail. Le- leverage. I have leverage on you, because you gave... <laughs> He will say this. I just need to point this yeah. out now. In front of at least three shadow extras, Aaron, they don't count as people. I can't. Dis- I can't. I can't explain this enough to this audience out there. The shadow hunters are props. They are not people. The only because in front of three shadow extras, Alec will reveal Victor Aldertree's deepest darkest secret yeah. and say, "If you keep doing this, I'm going to reveal your deepest darkest secret." One of them will be like. Man, we heard. <laughs> They'd be like, I want drugs. So the deepest, darkest secret is that Alder Tree gave Yin Fen to Izzy. Yeah. And Alder Tree's like, you can't prove that. And Alec is like, dude, I don't need to prove it. It's just going to make you look bad. Also, him being like, we can't. Like, you want to send off uh, them to find Claire to protect the downworlders. The downworlders are attacking us. Like, I cannot stress enough to you how much these don't look like downworlders. Some of them are sealies. Yeah, maybe you they should. They don't do that. Maybe you should be better at being a shadow hunter, Alder Tree. But, uh, but as we know, shadow the shadow hunters as a whole are wildly incompetent. So bad. Yeah. Now, as the trio is going through the carnival, Jace finds Clary because Je- 
Valentine is not the same thing he does whenever anybody goes to one of his places. He sends all of his people away so he can hang out behind. <laughs> this true. has happened at least four or five times. Every time he's like, all right, all of you leave. I'm going to hang out back and do something weird. Because I really think I can stop my children from doing stuff. <laughs> Valentine, it has been proven you cannot stop your children. <laughs> well, I wanted Luke to come up behind him and shoot him with a gun like he did with that Sealy. <laughs> like, what is he really going to do if Luke just shoots him multiple times? Exactly. Luke proven to have a gun. <laughs> In this episode. He's not going to fight him one-on-one like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, the shadow under a werewolf. <laughs> just shoot him, just shoot him a whole bunch of times. Um. So Jace will free Clary, and then they will try to like talk Madzy into being on their side. As I said, the only way they do it is like he he's the one who hurt your nana. He doesn't like your nana. And then Valentine's like, no, they hurt your nana. You saw it happen. They're the reason that she went away. Yeah. And no one points out hey, Claire, the fact that... I understand that Madsy's like seven, six? Six? Five? Impossible to she's, say. She's, she's a small child she's who doesn't very, talk. She's very young. But I feel like if 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 he can convince her to be on his side and not her mom's or her nana's... Well, she, he keeps saying to her like, oh, if you do these things for me, I'll get your nana. Yeah, yeah. But you know who they needed in this scene? He is, she's a t- child. Alec. Alec. I was going to bring this up. Um, when when Jace was in the whole scene doing the whole thing with Madsy, I'm like, I wish Alec was here. Then I realized now, oh, they couldn't have done that because Alec does have a rapport with the kid. Yeah, Madsy loves Alec. And I really hope he comes in in the next episode to, like, have some form of a relationship with yeah, that little girl. otherwise, why set that up? Yeah, yeah, that would be a weird thing to set up because he clearly, she, you know, she likes him. Yeah, if Alec was there, I think they would have won Madsy over. Yeah, so I think I think then it's like, okay, that's fine that it's Jace because he doesn't care about her. So while this is going on, instead of Luke using his gun, Sim- Simon decides to use his Simon powers and remember he's a vampire. Yeah, but unfortunately... Uh, Valentine is a much older shadow hunter. Yep, Valentine has training that Simon does not. Yep, so he, so in the in the ro- rotating carousel of who does Valentine kidnap, it's Simon's turn. <laughs> and then Madsy opens a portal and off they go with Simon. I think the only people he ha- Valentine hasn't kidnapped is like Alec and like the Lightwoods. Yeah, he's he's steadily kidnapped every. He still kidnapped <laughs> Dot. <laughs> yeah, continually kidnapping Dot. Still has kidnapped Dot. Jocelyn. Yeah, does he apologize to Clary for the fact that Jocelyn is dead? No, no. And when when um uh when Luke brought that up in that last episode that Jocelyn's dead, he didn't seem to care. So I don't think he cares. But he was obsessed with Jocelyn previously. Aaron's not very good. He's so bad. He's so poorly written. So, Aaron. Yes, Captain. This episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic released all of its tested upon downworlders that it thought were powerful, but it turns out they were like, Meh. Drama. Did he, did he think they were powerful? Or did he just... You know what? Valentine doesn't know what the results of his experiments are going to be. <laughs> They're very clear experiments. He doesn't even, he doesn't even have like a hypothesis. He's no. like, I'm going to do stuff and see what happens, which... I'll, I'll record it. Science, I guess. Really? Science. Okay, this is a very, very small thing. There's no logical reason not to do it. Yeah. It's only for drama. There is definitely a light 
in that storage room. <laughs> Why didn't Luke turn on the light? Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I know that it's supposed to be <laughs> like, oh, this is kind of Luke doing a bad thing. He would have turned he on the light. Won, and he even could have been like, look, I just need to keep you safe away from your worst instincts. Look, I'm turning on the light. And then she still could have freaked out. <laughs> It was just for drama, no logic. Yeah, yeah, it's weird putting her in the dark. So the only light is through the that fan at the which back, which will definitely make her freak out more and then wolf out. Yeah, Lu- Luke specifically as a character is too smart for that. Yeah, he's like, like make him give her over to Alric and be like, Alric, look after her. And Alric's like, I'm gonna yeah. do what I do for I, any wolf. I, I mean, yeah, no, I feel like the, the, the problem that that we have there is that Luke at that point is like, I don't, I, everybody could be trying to kill Clary. So you can't trust another like, like the coach is like who could he trust in that moment? And yeah, I think Ulrich is a garbage person to trust. <laughs> well, I think he's just like, I can't always trust Ulrich. Ulrich is also often very suspicious of many things. Well, he's the second in charge. He has to be I I mean, he's kind of like the opposition party. His job is to question Luke's choices, just in case. I don't think that's like built in how it's supposed to work in the werewolves, but I think as a character, that's his job. Yeah. He does a good job at it. Um, Kevin, did you find a CW moment? I do. It was sort of a small moment. Um, but we mentioned that when that woman gets attacked by monsters, there's also a security guard who gets attacked by a th- third monster who's inside the building behind a locked door. How this did that is happen? True. And this, this will and not will, be followed up upon. No, no, he is he is killed by that third monster, and then they will some similarly ignore him. Yeah, that will be it. I maybe Luke was off helping that's where he came from in that direction but why was that guard there what and why did they show us so much of that and not luke saving that guard yeah so it was if he did i don't think he did i think that guard got killed by a monster that was for some reason inside and i don't know it was for drama it was for a drama. dramatic cool fight scene yeah it was it will also ratchet up the uh the tension a bit more but in a way that didn't make a whole lot of sense so cw moment so, dear audience, this is our penultimate episode of this mid-mini-season of Shadowhunters. We have one more episode, and then we'll have a week off, and then Riverdale is back to torture us. Yep. Yeah, 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 we're going to have to deal with that. So, um, we have to ask you, audience, what do you think is going to happen next week? How will Clary circumvent the fact that the entire downworlder down world is trying to kill her. Uh, oh. <laughs> Maybe the soul sword will be destroyed. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe Jace will finally tell everyone, oh, she's supposed to be struck by lightning. And they'll be like, oh, let's just find a spell that they could find a spell that repels lightning from Clary forever. <laughs> like, let's be real. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I can't. I, I, I don't want to keep on going on that. But I think that's, that could be added in and it would just be a stronger choice. For them to be a like, if you, yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah, I think it'd be fine. There's just ways you can still have drama while everyone's fully informed. <laughs> and you don't have people being like, what? But they just don't know all the information. So please tell us what you think will happen next episode on Shadowhunters. We are at Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA, at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And please give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. We know Riverdale's coming back, and we want people to listen to us. You can also check out my books. They're available at kevinwarebooks.com. And I'm over at aflimsyplan.com. And we'll see you next week. How will Clary rescue Simon from Valentine? <laughs>
Are Izzy and Raphael actually in love? Who will Victor Aldertree be next episode? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? 